We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Pretty good. Still do it again. Still again? Okay. That kind of sounds like a cat. It does. Purring. They're predators too. Do they make that noise when they're super happy? Well, they purr, yeah, they do. Do you think the predator would purr if you rubbed his head? If you rubbed his mandibles, I'm sure he'd love that. If his little mandibles a stroke. Maybe if you oh. rubbed his 10-pack belly. Yeah. Believable. How many muscles did he have? He was Jack, that predator. He was Jack? Yeah. That was his name. Jack Predator. <laughs> um, hello. Hello. Hello, Eamon, and hello, listener. Yeah, hey, listener. Welcome to Watching Films on the Toilet. You've heard the theme tune, Couple of Dads. Can't watch mm. action-violent movies with our kids, so we watch them on the toilet. It's going to be weird when our kids are old enough to watch these movies with us, isn't it? We'll have to uh, rewrite the lyrics, so it's... a uh, like, uh, oh, I don't want to watch that film with my lame dad. Yeah. That kind of thing. I have to make it rhyme, but it's a good start. <laughs> yeah. Cool. You've been, you've been yeah. on holiday, haven't you, Eamon? You look quite tanned. Always drinking a nice oh. glass of squash. Oh, sorry. Just enjoying some orange squash. Oh, mm-hmm. I had the pleasure. Pleasure from that squash. Guess what, mate? Guess what? Quadruple strength. <laughs> Quad. <laughs> what, so you just drank the squash? <laughs> Not neat. <laughs> But uh, it's amazing. Like, the bottle takes forever to run down. Oh, I see. uh, Right. Quadruple strength, mate. I'm not messing around. It's powerful. I challenge you to drink a shot of quadruple strength squash and not go, (laughs) when you finish it. Yeah, it's impossible. We used to... I was was talking to a friend the other day about um, how hangovers are not as bad if someone else is more hungover than you. Hmm. That's and true. I remembered a, a drinking game where we had to drink vodka and squash. Mm. And our, our friend Giles lost many of the rounds. And the next morning I mm. woke up feeling awful. But he looked like I've never seen anyone look so bad from a hangover. He looked dead, <laughs> like a yeah. walking dead man. And I instantly felt a lot better. It's funny that, isn't it? Was it was really good. It was really good. Yeah, It's kind of yeah. like when uh, someone you know achieve some success and then uh they f- they fail immediately afterwards you're like yes yes fuck you <laughs> oh god it's a real shame that ambition of yours didn't work out yeah yeah well done for getting that black belt pity you got hit by a car <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're talking about yeah that kind of thing <laughs> yeah that kind yeah. of thing oh well done on promotion sorry your wife died <laughs> oh look at me I'm director level now. Yeah, but I've got a wife. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, anyway, today we'll, be ta- <laughs> today we'll be talking about Prey, which is uh, the new Predator movie directed by Dan Trachtenberg, starring Amber Midthunder. And it's on Disney Plus or Hulu if you're in the States. I think it's Hulu's biggest movie ever. Mm-hmm which is pretty cool. And uh, we'll be talking about that later. First up, do you have any correspondence, Eamon? I do. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, share watching films on the toilet. Je m'appelle Jean-Claude. <laughs> Je suis un Francais homme. Je déteste ton stéréotype. Ça, la Francais avoir difficile. Tomps dans la toilette. Mon Dieu. Le caca, ce n'est pas solide. Ce n'est pas comme un saucisson. Il est... Il est agréable. Vous est, comment tu dis, un père de dickheads. Au revoir, toilet garçons. Jean-Claude. Uh, well... Eamon, I think maybe you might need to provide a little bit of context for that letter. Nah, nah. I think it makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> you decided, mm. uh, because of their diets, mm. that French people had hard stools. You then went off on one about how you don't like it when people who aren't the native speakers of a language yeah. uh, put on that accent. Mm. So if you... It's pretentious. It's pretentious. Um, And we also said it could be quite dangerous, you know, if Mm. you're speaking um, Mandarin, for example, like like you tried. Mm. Um, And uh, so that letter, I guess, is from an actual French Mm. person and you've read it without the the French accent. Yeah, I do have a letter from a Chinese guy. Did you want to read read that one out? (laughs) It's (laughs) it's always quite funny when you do do those ones. Honestly, you, you go ahead. So, yeah, he's called Jean-Claude. He's a French man. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't speak fluent French, maybe just break it down. He detests the stereotype that the French have difficult, a difficult time in the toilet. Yeah. Good grief, he says. Oh. The poo is is not solid. It's not like a sausage. A sausage song. Like a cured sausage, I should say. Yeah. Because the regular sausage, uncooked sausage, is quite soft. If one of those came swimming out your butthole, you'd probably be quite happy. <laughs> I mean, something something of that texture, not an actual sausage. That would be weird. Yeah, you wouldn't have digested it at all. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just gone all the way through, yeah. Um, I mean, that would be a cool party trick, wouldn't it? That would be awesome. Check out what I can do with these sausages, guys. Come back in four hours. Oh, no, no, I want immediate. He says it. It goes all the way through, Mm, straight away. about that. Yeah. He says, uh, it's fine, the toilet time. You are, how you say, uh, a pair of... Buffoons. Oh, is that word French for buffoons? Yeah, I believe so. So thanks, uh, Jean-Claude. Yeah, perfect. That's good. So our old friend Alex Robson has written in. Oh, great. A two-time guest, bit of a troublemaker, mm. and he's got something to say. Oh, yeah, go on. Let's go then. Oi, oi, you c- <laughs> popular podcaster and YouTube sensation Alex Robson here. No need to list my credentials. Everyone knows me. That is actually true. (laughs) Just listen to the segment where you created toys based on iconic film murders, and I loved it. Got me thinking of another discussion, which is, what family-friendly film that your children love would you select to make a dark, violent, R-rated sequel for? It's a very good question. question. Completely changing the vibe of the original and putting loads of kids in therapy. Mm. Mine would be a sequel to Hook, Mm. where we head back to Never Never Land and find that the Lost Boys have sunk into a dark and deep depression after the loss of Rufio. Mm. 
having no Peter Pan to comfort them, no pirates to fight, and being trapped in a damnation of eternal youth, they turn to drugs to numb their pain. They enslave Tinkerbell and drain her of her magic mm. on a daily basis, using her like a human juice box. <laughs> then combine that pixie dust with the pirate's gunpowder and presto, mm. a new drug is born, one the Lost Boys call Rufio. Oh. Supply and demand hits quick, and Never Neverland's jungle is turned into a hidden drug manufacturing facility. Equipped with armed pirate guards and a ticking crocodile CCTV system whose alarm sounds if there's ever an intrusion. But inevitably a drug war breaks out and the Lost Boys are split between two cartels who are fighting over territory. <laughs> In a desperate manoeuvre, one of the Lost Boys steals Tinkerbell and flies to 1980s London with plans to sell the drug to the wider world. The drug hits the streets immediately and the drug dubbed Rufio now becomes known as... Rufies, oh. cementing its place in our history. And the title of this movie, do you want to guess what it is? It's clever. Hooked. It is yeah. hooked. Yeah. Very good. I mean, you're smart, so yeah, you I'd guys are just yeah. bang, bang. Yeah. So that was Alex's great letter. And thank you for that. Thanks for that. Amazing Alex. pitch. Thanks also for helping inspire some much needed content. I know, right? Mm. Well, we have got a bit of an in with old Ron Howard, haven't we? Yeah, we pitched a couple of films to him. Some. So I think we could get Ron on that. Yeah. What ideas do you have then? I'm trying to think what I watched when I was when I was a little boy. I liked E.T. a lot. Mm. Uh, maybe E.T. could come back to Earth um, and find that Elliot is dead. Yeah. And then maybe he he could become like a detective. Mm-hmm. You know, like a Chinatown type Jack Nicholson, opium dens. Yeah. Cut nostrils. Mm-hmm. And oh, you know who you'd find in an opium den? Who's that? Drew Barrymore. Yeah, of course you would, yeah. Boom. Okay, there it is. Maybe he could shove his uh, glowing finger up someone's <laughs> bum. To extract information? Or just for fun. Just for lols. Either, either way. What yeah. would it be called? E-T... E-T-P-I. E-T-P-I. Oh. <clears throat> How's he speak? Go on. <laughs> E-T-P-I. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Go on, what about you? What did you watch when you were boy? Well, I would just do um, a sequel to to, uh, to Bambi, and it would just be yes uh, a super super slow motion of that the bullet just blowing up his mum's head <laughs> for an hour, <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> One of those ones is like Whoa, that kind of yeah. You know, it's uh, slowed down so much it, it bears no resemblance to reality. You <laughs> just watching the viscera for an hour. Hello, it's my daughter there. Did you hear any of that? Did you hear any of that? The thing I was just saying to Ben? Okay, good. That's for the best. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or Bambi could, but much like E.T., he could try and investigate his mother's death and you could find out the thumper did it. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be a good twist. All right, good. Um, Mm. Any toilet news, Eamon? Or as the French would call it, news de toilet. They would say that. That's exactly what they would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is. Quite a good one, actually. Oh, good. It incorporates uh, the Marvel franchise and toilets. Two of my very most favourite things. Exactly. Disney Plus just confirmed Thanos' toilet habits in the MCU. Oh. So I Am Groot has released its first five shorts on, on Disney Plus. Yes. In the third episode, the sentient tree is reading a book. Looking closely at that book, it sure seems like a direct reference to a famous children's book. 
and that book is uh, Everyone Poops. Okay, but I've seen these and I very much enjoyed them, but I didn't notice this. So they basically recreated the front cover of this book, Everyone Poops, mm. but they put a picture of Thanos on the right. front cover. He's one of the little, there's four pictures and he's one of them. So while nobody ever truly asked, now the whole world knows the Mad Titan does, in fact, need to go number one and number two. I guess I just assumed he would. Yeah. Well, with all that, with that infinity glove, mm. you wouldn't need the toilet, would you? No, I, I think I think once you have all the infinity stones, you can probably kiss goodbye to uh, going to the just stop going toilet to the John. You could just make it disappear, or you could turn it into something else. You you have to click your fingers to make to make the poop go. Yep. Like oh, I need to go. It's gone. It's disappeared now. Someone else's or problem. Or could, you could use the reality stone to turn it into a beautiful shower of flowers. Or a sausage. Could be a sausage that comes out. A large sausage. Yeah. It, in the roll, like in the hot dog bun. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Like pink. Out it that comes. That'd be lovely. I would like to see a series of shorts, which is all the cool stuff that Thanos did with that gauntlet, just for a yeah. laugh when he killed killed everyone. He's <laughs> <clears throat> back on his ranch. What are the fun yeah. things I can do with this? I think I would just use that powers to get revenge on people. But yeah, but wouldn't you just click them away? Yes. Yeah, you just get rid of them. Yeah. But you could do fun things, like you could go into a car park and move all the cars around and then watch everyone come back and be like, what? Where my car gone? And uh, turn one of the car into a sausage. Yeah, one of the cars could be a really big, big sausage. <laughs> and then you'd use your stones to make them drive it. Say, listen, mate, you're not going anywhere. You're going to drive that sausage home. Drive the sausage. Get in it. Get in it. Drive that home. So you, you don't want to do it. <laughs> I think this little finger click will change your mind. Yeah. Say, oh, you suddenly love driving sausages. Now get in there and get the f*** out of here. My car now, mate, because you're gone. Oh, really? oh no, I thought you'd use, use the finger click to uh, make them fall in love with driving sausage cars. No, I killed him. Oh. Well, he didn't do what I said. I mean, come on. i got a lot of power. It's gone straight to my head. It's gone straight to your head, hasn't it? What did you expect? I think I'd enjoy more. Rather than getting rid of someone, I'd enjoy making them... Like driving around a sausage. That would be fun. Okay, what about the time stone? You go go anywhere and you can see anything. Wow. I'd go back to the time of Billy the Kid. I'd go back to like Western oh, times. Yeah. And I'd turn all their guns into sausages. Oh, yeah. Just pull out. In fact, no, only one of them would get the sausage. It'd be like, oh, who's going to get the sausage? <laughs> so one of them pulls out a sausage, gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, hail. <laughs> that would be good. It'd be fun and prank, people be, it? Yeah. yeah. And people be like, what the hell was he expecting <laughs> to happen? Why did he draw that goddamn sausage? <laughs> Why that guy got sausage on? <laughs> Do you think if you went back in time and did that enough, it would completely alter the Western genre? <laughs> it would, yeah. It'd be like Definitely sausage would. themes running throughout. It'd be that scene at the end of Unforgiven. Mm. Where Clint Eastwood does that speech beforehand, doesn't he? He says something like, And a guy's drawing on you. He does it so quickly, he's panicking so much, you probably miss. But in this case, everyone's just pulling out sausages. <laughs> and he's just mowing them all down. Because they can't get him with a sausage. I would love that. Yeah, it'd be great. Eamon, get us an infinity glove. We'll be creating we'll our be, own we'll uh, sausage-themed multiverse in no time. The sausage verse? Sausage. So- <laughs> the sausage verse. <laughs> Sausage verse. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Good. Lovely. Well, let's let's do pray then, shall we? Yeah. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for sausages. Amen. Amen. Great prayer. Love that. Yeah. 
Good. Like Grace. Should we do a prayer Grace. every week before we... Uh... <laughs> do you know what? And it's just a, you know, yeah, just a way of getting our message out. P.S. God, uh, please send us an infinity glove oh, yeah. with all the stones. P.S. God, Amen. please make us rich. The end. Eamon, how did you watch Prey? I watched it on the DL when I was on holiday with my family. I, we had terrible reception, so mm. um, I found a place where I could download a load of stuff. So I downloaded Prey, Excellent. and then uh, just snuck off every now and then, watched a bit of it in the toilet. Oh, good lad. I'd done it on the toilet as well. Cool. So what did you have a drink of to provide me with enough time in which to summer wheeze mm. this film? Just some stuff. You don't need to know. <laughs> just some stuff? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I guess we what, 43 episodes in. Uh, you're allowed to use that once. So you've done it. Done it once now. Okay. Good. And uh, how long did the stuff? A minute and eight seconds. Okay, cool. I, easy. That's why I made. I didn't have a lot of stuff because I knew. Yeah, I knew. You it's a simple it. film. Ready? Three, two, one, go. So it's the 1700s, a time of trees and mist. Our hero is Amber Midthunder, who dreams of becoming a great hunter like the men in her Comanche tribe. But she's a girl, so keen to prove she's just as capable as the meathead jocks in the tribe, she has a go at some hunting, which doesn't go particularly well. But she notices a spaceship in the sky and, thinking it might be a threat to the tribe, decides to investigate further, which is when she sees an invisible monster covered in bear blood. She tries to warn the tribe, but the monster hacks them to pieces. Amber manages to escape, but then she's kidnapped by some filthy voyageurs. Oh no, who were quickly disposed of by the no longer invisible monster. Oh yes. Turns out she was a well-good hunter all along, and with her body-cooling herbs, a mud pit, and the predator's targeting mask, she manages to ambush and kill it. Then she heads back to her tribe with the predator's head, and some old dude makes her a war chief or something. The end. Oh, wow. 56 seconds. Boom. Boom. How did you find the predator in this film? Well, I really liked the design of it. I loved mm. the mask. I thought it was really creepy. That yeah, the big skull. Like it was made of bone or something, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like, it was meant to be the skull of a different creature that it had killed on another planet i guess i loved its uh, sweet 10 pack how do we jacked. get one of those i want to know what diet that guy's on like spines I guess he just eats spines <laughs> i've read sort of competing theories as to whether or not the predator tech is slightly less advanced than the other films because it's further back in time yes or that they purposely sort of dumbed it down so it's a more fair match with the technology that the uh, Comanches were using. Yeah, that works. If you've nailed um, interstellar travel, pretty safe to assume you can make a, a reasonable gun. Yeah. I like that. The theory that they, they handicapped themselves to make it a, a more fair fight. That And that seems like the sort of thing a predator would do, actually. Yeah. They, they're pretty reasonable, aren't they? I like that they have a code. You know, that's what makes it such a great monster. It's, yeah. you, know it's you know its limitations. You know what it's going to not do, but you know it's going to go savage. Bros before hose, I think, is another part of their code as well, isn't it? <laughs> that is part of the Predator's code, yeah. Yeah. They really lean into the hunting thing, but bros yeah. before hose is a big deal for them. <laughs> What did you, did you like the, the old Predator? I did like the Predator. I've seen this a couple of times and I find a lot when I watch a film that I've been really looking forward to, I don't particularly enjoy it the first time I watch it. I'm quite kind of anxious and on edge because I don't want it to disappoint me. So I need to get the first viewing out of the way and then I need to watch it again to completely mm. appreciate it. I appreciated the Predator a lot more the second time. You had the same attitude towards wives, you're telling yeah. me. 
<laughs> yeah, you got to get that first marriage out of the way. Then when you keep your second wife, there'll be the main wife. Absolutely. You keep on saying. Yeah, the, the, the main wife, yeah. Can't wait till I get to my main wife, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Just get through this uh, test wife to get to my main wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tell you what, though, I loved the, the bone mask. Mm. The, the actual predator itself, I didn't think it looked quite so good, like with the mandibles and everything like that. I still think like the original one, like just the face, the actual face, I think was just incredible. The more I got used to it, the more I liked it. The more mm. I liked its face. I think that first one, that holds up so well. Like mm. that design, that makeup is just incredible. Do you know whose idea the mandibles was? No, who was that? James Cameron. Of course it was Jimmy Cam. So he was on a flight with, with Stan Winston. Mm. And uh, Stan Winston was doodling little designs for the Predator. Yeah. And James Cameron said, uh, why don't you give him mandibles? Just like a little off-the-cuff comment. And that turned it into one of the most sort of iconic monsters ever. It's pretty good. Did James Cameron tell it to kill a dog as well? Well, he said that whilst he was slowly suffocating a beagle. <laughs> he was like, give it yeah. mandibles. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. Sleep now, so it's okay. Sleep now. Uh, of course yeah. he did. Yeah, I really, I really like the Predator design. I like the way it moved. I thought it looked really good in the mist, and I liked the gradual reveal of it as well. We know yeah. it's Predator, but mm. they still like the the part where it killed the bear, and then was that was brilliant. And then it was covered in the bear blood, and you saw like the the bloody mandibles. I thought that was great. One thing I really appreciated about this, you saw a lot of the predator sort of by itself kind of working out what yeah. animal is top of the food chain so yeah. the very first thing you see it sees the snake eating the, the rat so he goes oh right i'm gonna kill the snake not that big of a deal then he finds the wolf takes care of that pretty quick and then the next thing is the bear and so he slowly kind of works his way up to food chain until yeah. he gets to the people it's just very simple but effective visual storytelling it's great isn't it until he mm. gets to the filthy french skin trappers until he gets to them. Most realistic portrayal of, of the French I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, they were, yeah, they weren't really um, particularly well-developed characters, but they were there for a purpose, which was to get horribly killed. And uh, they did. They I was did. reading an interview with the director, and he said he actually had to tone down the, uh, <laughs> the, the French <laughs> actors. And he was like, this is too much. Can you <laughs> curb your natural inclination? Just take it a little easier. And that's what they captured on. Yeah, that's what they captured on film was them taking it with their foot off the gas. <laughs> their foot off the French gas. <laughs> foot off the French gas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. If you were tasked with uh, with hunting a human, mm. which you think would be the easiest human to hunt? He's the very easiest human. James Corden's not fast, is he? You would certainly you'd never shut up either. It'd be easy to track. Yeah. A lot of body heat. A huge amount of uh, heat between his thighs. Those shiny <laughs> suits he wears. There'd be people all around him upset because he'd been very offensive. You could uh, bait a, a trap with a, a nice trifle. He would yeah. soon sniff that out, wouldn't he? So the, the French dude gave her a gun, right? Yeah. And there's an engraving on it. I believe it's the set, it's the gun that the Predator gives him at the end of Predator 2, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I read that. Yeah, I didn't know that when I was watching it, but that's nice. I kind of like it when they make little connections. I've not seen Predator 2 for a long time, but mm. I don't think it was brilliant. No. But they're still kind of respecting the, respecting the canon. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, respecting the canon. That's just my respecting the canon noise. It's very good. Yeah. Thank you. Sort of, mm. It was sort of like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, sort of like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you ever yeah. noticed, like talking about people like that? Mm. Have you ever been with uh, someone who went to Oxford and Cambridge who's not told you they've been to Oxford or Cambridge within like ten minutes of chatting to them? I wouldn't know. I, honestly, it's it's astonishing. There's a guy I know through uh, through tennis. He's a really nice bloke. And uh, I happened to know that he went to Cambridge. And we were driving in a car somewhere with, with a couple of other guys. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, within 10 minutes, he just snuck it in. He's just like, oh, I met this guy on a bridge in uh, Cambridge where I went to university. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing to boast about, isn't it? Oh, it's a bit over the top, isn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah sort of uh, Cambridge, sort of Oxford. Yeah, yeah, you know, sort of... Uh... But anyway, yeah, that's, that's my, maybe for Lent next year. If you went to Oxford Cambridge, stop going on about it for Lent. That's what you can give up. That's good. Jesus yeah. would love that as well. Oh my God. Do you know what? Jesus would bloody love that. They've listened to our podcast, The Makers of, of This. I think Dan Trachtenberg has mm. listened to us because we've often said that franchises should just be set in period In times. the past. Yeah, we have. We have so actually said Terminator that. should be... I, I, I'm a big fan of Victorian London. I'd love to see a Terminator chase on with the Terminator on a penny farthing. That, <laughs> Do you think they could make that really intimidating? You, you don't make it down. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I think a Predator movie set, set in Victorian London would be very cool. With a penny farthing bike chase, and you could have. I'm just going to keep talking. You could have um, <laughs> like a Jack the Ripper type character, and the cops have to join forces with the Predator. You know, Predator becomes the hero, take down this scumbag. All, all right, Governor. All right, all right, Mister. It's just an invisible monster. Should we join forces? Let's share notes. It, it would develop. You know, it wouldn't just happen like that. Yeah. Well, uh, he had the gall to override my uh, penny farthing bike chase. <laughs> At least that makes sense. All right. I'll let. It, I'll let it in. Well, do you know what? Like the uh, T-1000 could make his legs extra long so he could get really <laughs> fast pa- pedaling. He could, actually. Yeah, he That'd could, be, actually. Would it, would it go off a bridge? <laughs> <laughs> and what's he spinning round? Not a shotgun. Well, it's just one cool. of those uh, rattles that people take to the football. <laughs> just try and uh, unnerve him. So there's a game called PS5 Game. Crossy Road? It's not Crossy Road. Oh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I was close. It's really good. Uh, but they're going to make a movie out of it. And there there was a story about how the director would want entirely Japanese cast and Japanese language, which I think is very appropriate. Enough, yeah. you know. So there is a Comanche version of this film. So they shot scenes in English and in the, the native tongue, which I was very keen to watch because I am pretentious. But what annoyed me was that the only subtitles they had for the Comanche version were the closed caption ones. So you couldn't just have dialogue. You also had to read Predator Growls, Dog Barks. Mm. Um, And I appreciate that I'm gifted with hearing, but it's very distracting. So I haven't watched the Comanche version because I want to know what they're saying. So that sounds like you basically want the plaudits for for being woke but you're not actually willing to put in the groundwork well no because i i would watch a subtitle film i'm not just going to watch a french film in french or a japanese film in japanese because i don't know the language and i don't know comanche are you really so, it really bothers you that much seeing dog growls yeah it does it's very distracting you're a dishonorable daniel saying <laughs> that that's a load of baloney oh guess what you know dishonorable daniel yeah it hasn't caught on it will it will I hope it does. Yeah, good. All right, Eamon, let's wrap up. Would you 
flush prey like amber mid thunder is flushed away down the river after her exchange with the bear and the predator mm. or would you fish it out uh like she fishes herbs out of the ground and then uses them to make her blood really cold that's what people say isn't it when they they go, they go picking herbs they never say yeah. i'm picking this herb i'm going to fish these herbs out of the ground <laughs> i'm i would fish this film out i was so pleased that it was good i mm. thought the setting was good. I thought the acting was good. I really liked that all the tribe members were like proper warriors. So even the ones that got killed quite easily still put up a fight. Like they, they did, weren't yeah. there to get mown down. They all had a bit, you know, skills, whatever. Especially yeah. her brother. He was brilliant. What about you? Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was re- it was solid. I really liked Amber. I thought she was great. Mm. I liked the Predator. Yeah, it's the best Predator sequel by far. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, there we go. So double fish. Oh, you know what that means? Certainly do. Praise going in the tank of glory. Someone's got to be evicted. Oh my. Okay, let's just recap. So in the tank of glory at the moment, we have Midnight Run, Brawling Cell Block 99, Top Gun Maverick, Jackass River, and Point Break. Mm -hmm. And we made a rule, didn't we? The Toilet Council, the Toilet Council Mm -hmm. uh, have decided that a film cannot be removed from the tank of glory unless it's had two rotations. Yeah. So it's going to have two goes at staying in. That means that Top Gun Maverick and Point Break can't be removed. Mm-hmm. Jackass Forever Brawl and Midnight Run can be removed. Mm. So, Eamon, I think we're probably on the same page in what comes out. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's not super easy because I do love it, but it probably would be Jackass. Me too. Jackass Forever, mm. goodbye. Bye. We really yeah. enjoyed you. Yeah. Pray, welcome to the Tank of Glory. Come on in. The water's lovely. Alright, cool. So that was Prey. Top five this week. Bad-ass female leads in movies. Good luck with that. <laughs> well, Eamon famously hates women, so this is oh, going to be the very worst. difficult. Very Stand difficult. Them. Right, so you're the loser man, so off you go. I'm the loser man? Yeah. Rude. I mean, if you haven't chosen this, then this is done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ripley, Aliens. And it's a duplicate. Correct. All right. Also duplicate. Mm-hmm. Furiosa from Mad Max Fury Road. No. Oh. I have not chosen her. Okay. Uh, another choice. Got this on. would be a duplicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Connor, Terminator 2. Uh, I've gone for Sarah Connor in the most recent Terminator film, the rubbish one. Okay. Weird choice, but I'll take it. No, it was uh, from Terminator 2. <laughs> Oh, you had me. You had me, didn't you? She's not really the lead, though, is she? So, should we call that void? We both picked it. Yeah, but I've changed my mind. All right, yeah, no. Yeah. No. No. Okay, next choice for you. I will say The Bride in Kill Bill. Yeah, I did pick The Bride in Kill Bill. If you get this, you've won. I'm going to go for Marge in Fargo. I've not put her, but she's brilliant. She's sort of badass in in a very thoughtful way, isn't she? Very thoughtful. Just look at the uh, Cosmopolitan article. 28 action-packed movies with strong female leads that'll have you so hype. For God's so hype. sake. Clarice Starling. Yes, I did pick Clarice. Ooh. Yeah. Drawing. What does this mean, Amy? I think we have one more of sudden death and then we count the duplicates. Okay, so I need to guess another one from you. Jackie Brown? No. Oh, Dolly Parton in 9 to 5. I, I don't know. <laughs> 
No way. Yeah, got it, have I? No, no. It's, it's, I think it's an actual draw. I think it's an actual draw. What does that mean? Can we just both have a week off? <laughs> or do we have to both do the forfeit? We can both do the forfeit. And we can both choose the next film. Okay, good. And the forfeit is hunting a human. Can't wait. Can't wait. That'll be fun. Perfect. What were your films? Ellen Ripley, Furiosa, yeah. Sarah Connor. Yeah. And I had Katniss Everdeen from the Mockingbird franchise. I thought she was right. pretty good. Okay. And Jin Erso from Rogue One. I mean, yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I did a very good job, actually. I think um, I look back on some, some of the suggestions. So, yeah. So, what okay. were yours? Let's look at more, more lists. Um, I just, well, I just looked at the one that was so hype. Yeah, and I was so hype that after that I couldn't really, didn't want you know to look what? at any of this. I think that list might have been a bit too hype. I said Aliens, uh, Clarice, Science mm. of the Lambs, Terminator 2, The Bride, and uh, Elizabeth Moss in The Invisible Man which I don't know if you've seen. Hmm. Recent Invisible Man movie is really good and she is really good and she is badass. All right, Ben. So uh, we just had a little conversation that we edited out because it we was did. boring. Uh, off air. It was off air, so <laughs> off air. Uh, you, you won't have heard the conversation, but we decided that we were going to do um, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Because yeah. why the hell not? Why not? It was uh, 1986. Action fantasy starring Kurt Russell. Uh, good. So thank you again. Oh, gang. Let's start calling you gang. I spending think. time. Yeah. Thanks, gang. Spending time. Gang. Uh, see, maybe swallow a whole sausage, see what comes out the other end. Yes. Let's turn that into a uh, TikTok thing, shall we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the That's TikTok it. craze. Some of the things I've seen, I don't see why it can't kick off. Let's make it. Come on, gang. Let's make it a thing. Yeah, perfect. All right. All right. Um, yeah, go and see us. Yeah, good. Yeah. And uh, Eamon? Keep flushing. Bye. Bye. Bye.